0: So the first rule is uh, called, I have a thing for that. This allows uh, a player to spend one point of inspiration to remember that their character per- purchased a mundane item. Uh, they deduct the gold as if they bought it earlier and just lost it in their pack. The adventurers carrying all sorts of things in their packs. And sometimes they carry so many things that they lose track of some of them, only to remember them just at the right moment. Does this sound like a good idea to you? Definitely. Yes. You do need inspiration to be able to use it. And inspiration is something you get for doing something epically or making the best dad joke or... uh, Because, let's face it, I'm Pushing 50, I love dad dad jokes. (laughs) And yeah, so that's that's one of the rules. Uh, The second rule is not very important for this group, but my spells don't use components if the components are just cheap. Uh, So Wizards, for instance, uh, have a lot of components for their for their spells like a drop of sweat or a feather or and i i can't <laughs> it takes too long to to uh figure out every component and everything so i have just said that just to subtract uh say five gold every time you ...say that you buy new components and you have everything, unless it's expensive. Like if, if the spell costs a diamond of 1000 gold, you have to buy it. But if it's a feather, norm, any, any kind of feather, you you just have it. But I don't think we have that many this kind of spellcasters in the group, so it is there. Now one of the fun ones, the Initiative Twenty Slash One rule, is I've uh, when you when you roll your initiative, you are sometimes getting a natural twenty on your die, mm-hmm. and I think all natural twenties should be rewarded in some way because it's fun. So if you get a natural 20 on your initiative roll, you get advantage on your first action. An advantage is when you roll two die and you use the higher number. So say you roll a 2d20 and you get a 5 and a 19. And a 19 will probably hit, a 5 will probably not hit, so you pick the... 19, and you add your bonuses to that. However, if you roll a natural 1 on your initiative roll, you get disadvantage on your first action. Which is, you have to pick the 5 instead of the 19, in that example. Does this sound like a good rule for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. The rule of cool... If you describe something difficult, but cool, that you want your character to do and it advances the story, we do not roll for the result. The character just succeeds. Because you have this brilliant idea, it sounds fun, it's epic, and you roll five and it doesn't work. Uh, that, That takes the fun out of the game. Not only for you, but for me as the dungeon master as well. Uh, so, if the scene and the moment are right, I let them. I let it just succeed. If it is a combat situation, you get an advantage on the roll. Three. Yeah. So this uh, this is the rule that I implemented because I hate it when people are just. Uh, well, I guess I'll have to shoot again. And then I roll the die, and then I roll the damage, and it's okay, my turn is up. Now you can say, I want to run across the field and slide into behind that rock, and as I slide in I'll oh, Legolas style, fire an arrow into his eye. Sounds much more fun, in my yeah. mind. So, yeah. If you say things like, uh, I guess I'm going to climb the wall, you'll have to roll a climbing check. If you say, I run towards the, the wall and I jump as high as I can and I grab the ledge and I somersault up on it. If I think that's uh, okay for the situation, I'll just let you manage to do that. And then, inspired saving throws. You can spend your reaction and a point of inspiration uh, to gain a saving throw re-roll. Sometimes saving throws are crucial. um, Especially death saving throws. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, I mean... if you are, if your party is down, and you're the only one left standing, and you have a healing potion, and you are able to get to the cleric who will then wake up again and be able to um, cast some healing spells, and you have to do a uh, saving throw and you get a three. You can use your reaction and a point of inspiration and roll again and maybe get something better. These are just examples. I'm not saying that this will be what's happening. <laughs> it's like this. Yeah. And then there's there is this rule I implemented because uh, some players are backseat dungeon masters any question asked by a player not directed at another character or asked to clarify another character's actions or spells or is to be treated as directed to the dungeon master. So the dungeon master is the only one answering this. This is so we don't have three people trying to explain the same, t- t- uh, same thing at the same time. Uh, in my campaigns, uh, PvP is not allowed. There are a couple of exceptions. If one character really annoys another character, they can attempt to attack, steal or whatever. But the player of the targeted character is allowed to say I do not allow that. If they say this, the attack, theft or whatever is an automatic failure and nothing happens. If the player of the targeted character allows the attack, theft or whatever, The character rolls as normal and the situation is played out. A character is stealing an item or money from a character by using stealth and or sleight of hand. The player needs to agree that it happens. Uh, So, if you have a character who is stealing from another character, the players know that it has happened, but the character doesn't. try to separate the character from the player and then you have the other side of the coin if a player really annoy another player we stop the game and we sort it out and then we continue playing all these rules are on the uh, world anvil page and i will